Welcome back to another episode of Instrumental Health. Thank you for everyone coming back, and I hope you are enjoying it so far. You're going to be noticing that the name of the show, and I kind of just reworded the description, that kind of changed. But other than that, the dynamic of the show is staying the same. So thanks for bearing with me with the changes until I get into the groove of constantly making these episodes. So this week we're going to be talking about the difficulties with expressing your feelings in a relationship. For me, it's always been something that I have struggled with. I think that it's something that kind of stems off the theme of this show. That I think making your feelings known to your significant other is definitely something that can be scary and kind of nerve-wracking. And being able to open up and show your vulnerable side as a man can be tough. I mean, I know for myself that it's not something that I've necessarily been good at or even really wanted to. Always, even from a young age, just in general, to you know, becoming a, a young adult into an adult of being in a relationship. It's, it's something that I think as men, we're not that comfortable you know, knocking down those barriers. So, you know, in my experience, I definitely have relied too much on, like, the support of the other person in that relationship. You know, when it comes to an end, that's, you know, if sadly, if it does, I know for myself that had a huge effect on my mental health from someone that struggles with depression, anxiety, and PTSD symptoms. It took a real, real hard turn when the specific relationship ended. And this specific relationship that I'm talking about, we both had some pretty significant mental health difficulties. And, you know, when things would get heated between the two of us, you know, arguments and things of that nature, I don't think that the relationship was handled in, or, I'm sorry, I'd once the things would get heated between the two of us, I think those situations were not handled in the right way. We would accuse one another of being at fault. And just kind of, you know, those situations just made the whole relationship kind of unhealthy and toxic. And I think another thing that contributed to the unsuccessfulness of the relationship was just that we, you know, this relationship started, you know, when I was... We were seniors in high school, so it started at a really young age. Most of the time, we really didn't know what the hell we were doing. We just didn't really know how to handle those kind of conversations. I mean, that was, you know, very adult-like, trying to be in that that kind of uh, committed relationship. And the relationship was rocky just about through the entire thing, but we kind of battled in attempts to save it for about four years or so. And it's just, it was just something that was very hard to get a handle on and handle, you know, such a young age, it was tough. And when that relationship ended, I had to find new ways how to cope with that and make sure that I'm, you know, taking care of myself. I could see when that relationship ended, how I was dealing with those emotions was not done in a healthy manner. I personally, I developed severe drinking problem. I'd have, you know, uncontrollable angry outbursts and just different stages of irritability. 
I started using marijuana pretty heavily, was having suicidal thoughts, and just overall I was not, I wasn't taking care of myself. You know, there's, I think that in those kind of situations, either it's like a loss of a loved one or end of a relationship or something like that. As far as for men, it's either for, in my experience, it's either you, you know, overeat or you don't eat at all and, and things like that. They're kind of just big changes. And for me, it was not eating. I, you know, I lost a lot of weight to cope with it at the time. I started going to the gym too much, probably. I'd, I'd go to the gym probably between one to two times a day working out at a very heavy pace for about two to three hours. And for me, that was kind of the way that I dealt with it. That was my therapy. And to an extent, that was a healthy way to deal with it. But, you know, the, the diet that I was using, I was, you know, really going for losing a lot of weight because one of my main issues that I had in that relationship is I could see that my body was changing when I was in that relationship and I got comfortable and felt loved. I didn't really you know, care what I looked like. And I could tell at a certain point that that was becoming an unhealthy way to live my life. And I never got around to it when we were together. And as soon as I could tell that the, the you know, we both could kind of tell that the relationship was coming to. And then that was one of the, the issues was, you know, I was working out all the time, going to the gym with friends and spending less time with her. And I think that she could see what was going on and that just raised other other questions and other suspicions. So I think a lot of, you know, expressing our feelings in the terms of a relationship, it's, you know, a lot of it is comfortability. You know, I feel that for a relationship to be successful, it's it's pretty contingent on how well you have obtained communication skills. You know, like myself personally, I've never had real fantastic communication skills as far as like talking to people in public and like for your job or things of that nature I think I was I was pretty good at as a, a smooth talker as far as like job interviews I never I had one job interview that I attended that I did not get and funny enough it was McDonald's <laughs> but no, like the way I, I'm able to, you know, smooth talk people and kind of, you know, explain things in a different way. I think that's kind of different than the communication skills I'm talking about here. You know, when you're having those difficult conversations, you know, you have to word it and word how you're feeling in a specific way. For example, using like I statements when you're having that heated discussion. So like for me, I was big on, you know, you're making me feel this way or, you know, things of that nature, pointing fingers instead of being like, oh, I feel this way because blank, you know, using kind of changing the wording up so you're not, you know, pointing the blame on the other person. Like using that time to like try to fix and mend things that you don't, you know, like what's going on is, you know, another example of you know, a way that it could benefit strengthening your communication skills. 
you know, for me, that wasn't something that was always easy to do. I think it just came with time and life experience and kind of just gaining a different kind of level of maturity. But still, I mean, back during this relationship and still now, I mean, sometimes with my anxiety and depression, you know, just like anybody else, you know, my anger can get the best of me sometimes. And it was always, it can be hard to take that step back and try to calmly contribute to the conversation or the argument that you're having at the time. So it's definitely something that I've never been good at. I think as I've gotten older, kind of done a better job at that. I've also learned that, you know, once you get comfortable and once you kind of obtain those communication skills and you finally can get yourself to a place where, you know, a healthy relationship is pretty feasible, being able to, to open up to someone with that shared experience, it can greatly benefit, you know, each other for having that kind of relationship where you're comfortable confiding in someone and, you know, have those supports throughout your day to day. I think that as far as relationship wise, um, you know, I really haven't had, you know, a long term relationship since this specific relationship that I'm mentioning. I think that that's like the most important thing for me that I miss about being able to open up and things like that. I've, that's definitely one thing that I've had difficulties with in the past since that relationship ended, just, you know, with that, that thought of, you know, ending again and getting hurt and not really knowing, you know, what's going to happen. It's hard to, you know, let that barrier down. But I think out of all the things that are beneficial in a relationship that, you know, you have somebody else that really cares about you, that you can share these things that are on your mind and have somebody else that can kind of help you see things in a different way or, you know, comfort you in these difficulties that you're going through in life. I mean, I'm not the only one. We can all admit it. Adulting sucks. <laughs> you know, worrying about what bills you got to pay, you got to go to work every day, and just dealing with these these things in your life that are super stressful, especially for someone that struggles with anxiety and depression and PTSD, you know, not having someone at all, period, that can be there for you to open up to and, you know, and no, honestly, let's just be, let's just be frank here. It's someone to bitch to. I mean, there's a lot of times when, you know, there's, you want to, you know, tell your boss how much of an idiot he is. But obviously, if you, you know, want to keep continuing to pay your bills, you can't do that. So it's nice that you can have someone to come home to and kind of just blow off steam to. And that's something that's always been prevalent in uh, my childhood household with my parents or my brother. It's better to scream and bitch and moan at home than it is at your job because... Obviously, we don't want to lose that job. But, yeah, it's definitely something that I've I've been able to work on in the time away of not being in a relationship. And you know, for some people, relationships are just aren't their thing. You know, they prefer to be alone, which, you know, that's up to each individual person. For me, I'm, you know, I was 
you know, raised to, you know, get married and have kids and, and things like that. I don't know about the kid thing. I go back and forth on that, but that's a different story. No, but yeah, so it's relationships are for some people and, you know, sometimes they're, they're not for other people. But I think regardless on if it's a relationship or not, being able to healthily express your feelings to anybody, if it's friends, coworkers, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be about your inner deepest, darkest secrets and, you know, all your, you know, mental health feelings and things like that. It can just be basic, you know, you needing to learn how to express how a coworker has been treating you or sexual harassment in the workplace or anything like that. I think it's just a very healthy trait for us as adults that you need to be able to confidently and healthily express your feelings. You know, that's something that can make your life very successful. But that is all I have for this episode, guys. I just want to thank you for coming on and listening to another episode. We will still continue to have a new episode come out every Monday. Topics will kind of be similar to this episode. I'm just laying it all on the line of things that relate to my life. You know, hopefully something like that can help you guys. But thanks for coming on and listening to another episode. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks.